When Instagram first started, you could only do three things in the app. One, shoot, edit, and post square photos. Two, like square photos by tapping a little heart icon. And three, comment on square photos. Eventually, this stream of squares would become known as the feed, and over the years, Instagram would add feature after feature, providing creators with more ways to share content. Now, Instagram has five main areas of content creation, the feed, stories, reels, IGTV, and live streams. These are all integrated and interconnected in different ways, but for all intents and purposes, they are different forms of content and they are consumed by users differently. It can be hard to figure out what kind of content you should be focusing on when there are so many different options. So today, I wanted to talk you through how I plan Instagram content for myself and for my clients and how I decide which format of content to use and when. Plus, we'll discuss the pros and cons of each kind of content and when you should use them and when you shouldn't. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and the community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. Before we get into the episode, I want to give a shout out to this week's review of the week from A Pug in a Passport. The review is titled Beyond Helpful and Inspiring, and they write, All of Katie's content is well thought out, and she is really in tune with her audience. It seems like she knows exactly the struggles that new social media managers or businesses are going through and gives great advice and tips to overcome those obstacles. She is always herself and shares the good and bad of her business. She is inspiring and knowledgeable, which is what makes her so easy to listen to. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for that super kind review. Honestly, whenever I see a new review of the show come in, it absolutely makes my day. So thank you so much. If you want to be next week's review of the week, then all you have to do is go to my podcast page on Apple Podcast. So you can tap on the title of the show if you're listening to it right now and go ahead and tap on the write a review button and let me know what you think of the show and Honestly, it would make me so happy and it really helps me a lot when it comes to growing this podcast. Okay, so back to the show. Today, I want to talk about how to balance feed content, stories, reels, IGTV, and lives in your overall Instagram content. There are so many options on the app now of what you can be creating, but I find so many people are really still just doing feed and stories. And so I wanna talk about all the different pros and cons of these five different formats, when you should use them, when you shouldn't use them, and how they can benefit you in your strategy. So hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll be able to walk away and plan a really well-balanced Instagram content strategy that includes components of all of these different formats. First, I 
want to just explain in depth what each of these different formats are in case you're unfamiliar with some of these different kinds of content on Instagram. This might be review for some of you, but I still think it's good to walk through this. Like when I was writing down my notes on all these different kinds of formats, I was like, oh yeah, that's really how that works. This is the benefit of this one. This is like how you can strategize it. So let's just take a second bring it back to basics and we're going to walk through what are feed posts, what are stories, what are reels and talk about how you can create them and why you should create them. Okay. So bear with me. I know this might be a bit basic for some of you, but it's very important stuff. So first let's talk about the good old feed photos. This is your basic Instagram content. Honestly, it's the backbone of the app. Like I said in the intro, this is what the app started with. It was all just little squares. Since then, of course, you can do more than just post a square. Instagram updated a couple years ago so that you could post different aspect ratios of images. You can post 4 by 5 or 8 by 10 portrait images. You can also post 16 by 9 like widescreen videos and, and photos. So there is variety there outside of just the square, but this is your main stream of content on Instagram. You can post images, like I said, you can post videos to the feed up to one minute, and you can also post carousels or albums of images and videos. These are the ones that you can swipe through and you can post up to 10 photos or videos in one carousel. Of course, you can add captions and hashtags to these posts. That's a very significant part of the feed. I would say feed content is almost just as much about writing as it is about the imagery because people are reading captions. Captions have gotten longer and longer over the years where people provide a lot of value in those captions. And of course, you can use hashtags to categorize your posts and to get them seen by more people. Now these show up in your profile grid. Just to give you a quick rundown on terminology, when I'm talking about the Instagram feed, I mean the main feed of content that you follow. So when you first open the app on like the home screen, that's your feed of content from people you follow. Your grid is what I call like the grid of images on your profile. So the posts that you post to your feed, like your followers feeds, show up in the main grid on your profile. That's the main content people see when they click on your name and they go look at your Instagram profile. So that's a summary of what feed content is. It's the first thing that was ever part of the Instagram app and it's still one of the more significant parts of Instagram strategy. Now let's talk about stories. Stories are those little bubbles that show up at the top of the screen. Most of us actually spend more time looking at stories content than we do at the feed. So as much as I say, you know, feed content is the backbone of the app. It's the most probably significant part of Instagram. It's not necessarily what people look at the most. People really spend a lot of time looking at stories. Stories are 15 second clips of images, videos, or animated boomerangs. So each clip in a story can be up to 15 seconds long. You can add text to them. You can add interactive stickers like polls or quizzes or question boxes. And you can also add animated GIFs to your story. They fill the whole screen at an aspect ratio of 9 by 16. And you can add them to your highlights on your profile if you want to save them for more than 24 hours. So by default, stories go away after 24 hours. But if you add them to the highlights section on your profile, you can save them for longer than that. Now let's talk about Reels. Reels is the newest addition to the Instagram content family, and for many of you, it's probably the one that you're least familiar with. 
So reels are videos that can be anywhere from 10 to 30 seconds long. So it started out that Instagram only allowed reels to be 15 seconds maximum, but now they've extended that to 30 seconds. So that's sort of your range of, of how much content you can make with that. You can actually add copyright music or music that others have uploaded to your reel. So you can go through Instagram's music library, which I believe is connected to Spotify, and you can, you know, put like a Harry Styles song to your reel or whatever, similar to the Instagram music sticker, except for you can actually play the music while you are recording your content so that you can time it up to the music if you're doing a dance or a lip sync or something like that. You can add text that appears and disappears at different times in the video. So that is something that is unique from stories. In Instagram stories, if you play place text on the screen, it's going to be there for the duration of those 15 seconds. But with Instagram reels, you can put a text box on the screen and actually change the duration and decide when it appears and when it disappears throughout the video. You can add stickers and GIFs to your Instagram reels as well. And these are added to a separate tab on your profile. So you'll notice on your profile right above where your images are on the grid, there'll be a section for tagged photos and then also a section for your main grid. Plus, depending on you know how many of these different features you've enabled, there'll be an IGTV button and a Reels button. There'll be an IGTV button and a Reels button and you can go through these different filtered sections of your profile. So that is mostly where they are stored, but you can also post reels to your feed and therefore to your grid so that people who are following you will see them in their feed. However, these are primarily viewed on the explore page as Instagram has dedicated a full section of the explore page to reels. So you'll notice if you go to the explore page, tap on that little like magnifying glass or whatever, at the very top, you will see a section for reels. And that is because Instagram is really trying to get us to watch more reels right now, since it's a new feature that is obviously competing with TikTok and whatever. So that's where reels are mostly seen right now. Some people, and maybe this is you included, are part of Instagram's current beta test, which has a full reels tab on the bottom of the app. So instead of the explore page, it's actually where you, it's just like a reels button and all you see there is reels. So we'll see if that gets a wider release at some point, but it's clear Instagram's still trying to figure out how reels is going to be a part of, of the overall app. Reels are really great for discovery. They're really great for getting in front of new eyes, potentially reaching a new audience, but not everyone is fully watching them yet. I will just be honest with you personally. I spend a lot more time on TikTok, scrolling through TikTok. I never go over to the explore page and scroll through reels. I only really see or interact with reels if they come up on my feed. So it really depends. There are some people that are into it. Definitely not everybody has fully adopted it yet. We'll just have to see how it goes. It's, it's impossible to predict. Um, but it is good to incorporate this into your strategy just in case, but we'll get into that more later. I'll explain how much I think you should be using them once we get through our last two formats on Instagram. So the next one is IGTV. IGTV is the second newest feature. This was introduced, I believe in 2018. So IGTV allows you to upload longer than one minute videos. When they first released this feature, it started out that the videos had to be vertical, but now you can upload other sized videos as well. And then I believe you can rotate your phone to like watch them full screen if they are like a horizontal video. You can add them to your feed, but they also do have their own tab on your profile as well, similar to Reels. So the thing about adding IGTV to your feed is that it'll play the first minute for people who see it on the feed, and then they will have to click on view the full IGTV or whatever, and then they'll tap into it and then go watch it in the IGTV player. So you can add it to your feed, but people can't watch the whole thing in your feed. However, unlike Reels, they are not 
discoverable. So as much as they're similar to reels in terms of they have their own section on their, on your profile, you can post them to your feed. They are not as discoverable. It's because they don't really go on the explore page very much. They really don't go any further than your typical feed post would. It's the kind of content that your most dedicated audience is probably going to watch, especially because it's longer form content by default. It's going to be like longer than a minute long. So probably the people that really like your stuff and watch everything you do, they will watch it, but it's not going to be for everybody. I mean, ask yourself this, how many IGTV videos have you watched in full? I'm going to be real with you. I don't really watch IGTV content. I'm more of a YouTube girl, so I don't spend a lot of time on IGTV, but it really depends on who you are, what kind of content you like, and what niche you're in. However, just because I don't personally watch it doesn't mean that it's not important to make. And again, I'll touch on that more later. One last detail about IGTV, you can add a thumbnail to these to make them match your grid if you want. Reels also allows you to add a cover, which is nice. So you can kind of make it match the aesthetic of your grid if you do want to post it to your feed. Okay, let's talk about our fifth and final kind of format of content on Instagram, and that is live streams. So live streams are obviously available while you are live. Your followers will be notified probably that you're doing a live stream and they can watch them. And you can decide if you want to post them afterwards or not. It used to be that you could make them available for 24 hours after the fact, and they would kind of show up in the same place where your story does, but they actually changed that. So they don't offer the 24-hour availability anymore, but after you end a live stream, there is a button where you can automatically upload it to IGTV so that it can live on your profile you know, indefinitely on that IGTV section. So that is a really nice feature because back in the day, people would do a live stream, then they would download it to their phone, then they would upload it to IGTV because that's where a lot of people like to save their old live streams for people to go watch. So it's nice that that is an automatic feature now. Of course, with live streams now, you can also add a title and a description, which is a nice feature. Mostly just your followers will see them, not really anybody outside of that list. These are not showing up on the explore page. A lot of people won't click on a live stream of somebody they don't know anyway. Now you can do a co-hosted live stream so you can invite people to join your live and you could do like a little podcast interview or, you know, Q&A with somebody else, whatever. Live streams do tend to be a longer form content. If people are going live, they'll probably be doing it for, you know, 15 minutes to maybe an hour long. And again, these are for your most dedicated audience. That's really who is going to be watching it. So those are the five different formats of content. I hope you found that helpful. Sometimes I think it's good to just lay out what everything is, what it does, what different things you can adjust and change on it so you have a good idea of what is available to you. All of this content has different purposes. Some of it is good because it helps you reach more people and grow your audience. Some of it is good because it helps you develop a deeper relationship with your existing audience. Both of these sides of it are important parts of an Instagram strategy and they need to be balanced. You can't just focus all the time on trying to get new people in and then disregarding your existing followers, but you also can't spend all of your time nurturing your nurturing your relationship with your existing followers and then forgetting to ever bring any new people in. So it's important that you use all these different kinds of content so that you can balance those different priorities within your strategy. This is my personal breakdown of what I aim for when it comes to my Instagram content. You're going to want to get your pencils out for this one because we got a percentage breakdown here. <laughs> and um, hopefully this is insightful for you. I'll explain it a bit once I run, run through all of it. So first things first, stories is my most used form of content. 50% of all of my Instagram content is going to be stories. By the way, as I explain these percentages, the idea is that in terms of final output of content, you know, that is the 
percentage. It isn't necessarily the amount of time I spend on it, but it's just sort of like out of every piece of content that I post to Instagram, how much of it is stories? Probably about half, 50%. And that's because I'm posting them every single day. Okay. So 50% of my Instagram content is stories. 25% of my Instagram content is feed content. So photos, videos, whatever that I am posting to my feed. 5% of my overall Instagram content is reels content. Now we'll say I always post my reels to my feed as well. So that kind of bumps it up to like, okay, 30% is then kind of feed. But for the sake of this, it's important to break it down. So 5% of my overall Instagram content is reels. I would like to aim for 5% of my content to be IGTV videos and another 5% to be lives. So again, 50% stories, 25% feed, 5% reels, 5% IGTV and 5% lives. So probably what you're going to take away from this right away is just that stories are the most important. Stories are all about showing up every day in the lives of your followers. You want that connection to stay fresh. You want people to have you top of mind. This is so important because it means if they're thinking about, you know, potentially hiring the kind of services you offer or buying the kind of service or buying the kind of product you offer, they're thinking about you because they just saw you five minutes ago when they opened up Instagram. This is going to be the majority of what you post simply because you are posting it every single day. Also, people have a higher tolerance for a high volume of story content than they would for your feed content. If I posted every day, five times a day on my feed, people would get sick of me and unfollow me because it'd be just way too much. But if I post five times a day to my story every single day, that's expected. So people are, are going to enjoy that and be used to that because they are used to seeing, you know, more stories content from people. That's just kind of the culture of the app. So stories are very important, which is why it's my top thing. 50% of your content is going to be stories. Now, feed and reels content is your best bet for using content to grow. That's the thing about stories. It's mostly going to be for your existing audience. You can use hashtag, you can use location tags, um, but you're not going to get a bunch of new followers from that. I'll just be honest. However, feed content and reels content, that is really going to be your best bet for finding new followers. Feed content is a way to provide big value to your followers, be memorable and make a connection by using personal and vulnerable captions, really beautiful photography or high value videos. It can also help you grow by using relevant hashtags. If you use the right hashtags, you can get your feed content in front of the right people who might want to follow you. Reels, of course, will help you with organic growth because Instagram is pushing reels content to the explore page like crazy right now. And, um, pretty much all of my reels, I end up getting more views on my reels than I have followers. So just by basic logic, you know, there are people who are not following me that are seeing those reels. So that gives you a chance to get new followers. IGTV is a really good way to serve your most dedicated audience in a more meaningful way. And the same goes for live streams. This is the content that your biggest fans are going to watch. And this is a way to provide more value to them. These are really the spaces where you can turn followers into customers because it's only going to be your most dedicated followers that are consuming that content. So that's a really good space to then pitch your offers, you know, show how you can provide value and, and make the sale. IGTV and lives really work well together because a lot of people, like I mentioned before, are posting their lives to IGTV after the fact. And just going live can be a really good way to record an IGTV if you're kind of new to the video game instead of like 
recording yourself separately, editing it and uploading it to IGTV, you could do a live stream and just kind of pretend nobody's watching or whatever, and then post that as an IGTV video later. So they're really kind of a symbiotic relationship, IGTV and lives. So just to give one more recap, in case you missed the breakdown before, my strategy is 50% of my overall Instagram content is stories, 25% is feed content, 5% is reels, 5% IGTV, and another 5% lives. So hopefully that gives you a sense of what I would recommend doing when it comes to how often and how much of these pieces of content to post. I think this is a good breakdown because of how it prioritizes first having a really good and, you know, up-to-date relationship with your existing followers and then putting some good effort into the content that is going to go out and try to help you get more followers in because we basically have 50%, you know, that everyday stories content, 30% feed and reels together is your sort of discoverable content and then 10% IGTV and lives put together. That is for your most dedicated fans, the people that you just want to add that extra value to. Everybody's breakdown is going to be a little bit different because maybe you're a big fan of reels and you want a big part of your feed content to actually be reels. Uh, Maybe the same goes for IGTV. It really depends on who your audience is, what your niche is, and what kind of value you want to provide. So I would recommend starting with the breakdown I've provided and then just kind of alter it as you go, see what works best for you. So I hope you found this helpful, a little bit of a dive into how all these different formats of content on Instagram work, how they work together, and what benefits they each provide. Now, I can't wait for you to go out and make all these different forms of content and see how they will help you grow. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official creator club? You can join my insider squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out. And you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams. And I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.